0: Hello, this is Reconstruction Calls. I'm your host, Spiritual Director, Aaron Mainz. I want to say thanks for listening and thank you for leaving us a rating on Apple Music. And I also want to give a special shout out to a couple of folks listening in Ireland. It's just fun for me to see that. So now, let's get to this week's episode. When we began the COVID lockdown, many of us made plans that would help us get through it. But then it just kept going. Maybe the gift of 2020 is clarity. Clarity in our lives as things got simpler or required us to live differently. You might say 2020 has caused many of us to renovate our lives. Because of this, the question arises, what do we do next? If we don't feel called to something specifically, what should we do to discern our next steps? So that is exactly what I brought Spiritual Director Kim verrier back to talk about. Kim was on in episode 5, and we talked about her dream work, and what I learned in that episode is that sometimes hearing the voice of God means trusting our deepest selves. We will talk about discernment, next steps, and how to begin noticing the voice of God all around us, so please hold while I get her on the line. Hey, Kim, thanks so much for being on today. Thanks for coming back. You're my first repeat guest, and so I'm really excited to have you back. For everyone listening, you can hear Kim share in-depth her typologies in episode five, which is called Dreams and a Deep Trust. Um, Just as a reminder, Kim does dream journaling, and uh, so we had her on before to talk about that. Uh, We're gonna talk a little bit about that today, but Kim, just in the fastest way possible, catch us up again on your typologies.
1: Sure. So I'm really excited to be back. I really loved the experience before. So thanks for inviting me. Um, I am an Enneagram 2.
0: Okay.
1: I uh, am an ESFJ, Myers-Briggs. Okay. And love language. I love to give gifts. I like to mm. receive them too, but it's mostly giving. So um, that's a little about me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Cool. Okay, so rather than playing a game today, I thought it would be fun for us just to talk about uh, sort of our favorites. Uh, so I'm just calling this okay. a favorite section. Both me and you will just talk about things that we're into right now. So just to start us off, let's go favorite book right now.
1: Oh, it's between Suma Kid's book, Book of Longings and Glennon Doyle's book Untamed.
0: Oh, that's Can't good. pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know lots of people love that Glennon Doyle book, and I am a big Book of Belongings person. So that, that's great. Okay. Um, it's part of my own work. Um, I, I think you're reading this book right now, too, but I've read it and now I'm reading it again, um, which is Henry Nouwen's, uh It's called Discernment Reading the Signs of Daily Life. Mm-hmm. Um, get into that some for this podcast, but um, I finished. So when I I, uh, I do Audible. So I finished the book and then I was like, I need to read that again. So I started over this morning. Oh, wow. (laughs)
1: That's uh, awesome. But it's
0: really, really good. Uh, I I haven't always been like a big now in person, but uh, this this one was really good for me. So, okay, uh, music that you're into right now.
1: So So I'm, I like singer songwriters. Um, And so like famous ones, James Taylor, Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah Bareilles, um so yeah that's that's the type and i don't always listen to music so you know i don't have a ton on my playlist but anyway so i would just anything singer-songwriter
0: okay cool mine right now is um there's a new killers record out that i really love and uh i don't know (laughs) i don't know what this says about me but um my favorite music right now it kind of goes along with like the state of our world, which is the uh, it's run the jewels for which is a hip hop group, but um, okay, I really love that. So, uh. and so
1: uh, forgive me, what are the killers? What type of music is that?
0: Killers is like a, a rock band, yeah, yeah. they, they yeah. were like uh, you know, like uh, when they came out, they were kind of like 80s vibes, and I think they're uh, doing now they all of their whole catalog is like the deepest dive into the 80s ever. They're right now into kind of a weird ethereal. Bruce springsteen kind of vibe nice <laughs> so.
1: all right i'm gonna have to look him up
0: <laughs> all right uh i'm not gonna ask movies right now because that's kind of a tricky one uh unless you're just watching movies at home but let's Truth. say movie or show or something you're watching
1: okay so uh we were latecomers to Shit's creek and started okay. it during the pandemic and we are on the last season and watching it so slowly because I don't want it to end. I adore it.
0: <laughs> yeah, my wife loves Shit's Creek. I, I mean, I've and I it.
1: hardly ever watch things on repeat. And I can go back and start with season one again just during the day, having, I just love it. I think it's hilarious.
0: Oh, man, that's good. My wife loves that show. She'll be so happy to know it. <laughs> um, uh, I just rewatched. Uh, it's probably my favorite show that's out right now. It's uh, it's uh, waiting for season three to come out, but my favorite show is Succession on HBO. And okay, just, what is it? I just rewatched it. Um, it's it's sort of um, um, a take on the Fox News family, like billionaire dad, oh, okay, functional children, <laughs> uh, like adult children, and just like what it's like to be super crazy rich. Anyway, it's uh, they just live a bizarre life um, that I don't ever uh, expect to ever live. So, <laughs> You're like but, a voyeur. <laughs> it's really fascinating to watch people like helicopter around New York City and get on yachts and stuff like that. So, nice. um, anyway, uh, but it's a really cool show. It's a good show. Okay. Um, let me just ask you this this way. Uh, are you doing anything creative right now? So I, I thought I might ask you about like your favorite food, but then I thought it would be better to talk about like something we're doing creatively. So are, are you doing anything creatively right now?
1: Last week, I actually wrote several poems and just had some fun. It, it was really kind of out of, coming out of um, just needing to just process. I think I was kind of in a low, low funk type feeling and so i just kind of allowed myself to i sit at the computer i don't do you know i don't use um an actual journal or whatever in that way and um yeah and i actually wrote some poetry and then what I, i had fun doing was going out to the internet and finding uh images to put with it, cause I'm not an artist and I kind of tried to draw something to go with one of them and yeah. it just was a fail in my mind. I didn't want, you know, I was like, no, I don't want that to go with it. And so I just started pulling images and if I could find the artist, then I, you know, of course put that in with it. And so I kind of just collected some stuff around that and it was fun. So very, cool. very fun to process that way.
0: Maybe I'll try that, that sounds really good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you should.
0: So, Kim, 2020 has been quite the year, to say the least. And <laughs> a bunch of my friends are talking about, like, changing jobs or finding some, something else or even somewhere else to go. But maybe the gift of 2020 is, is really clarity. Uh, it certainly taught us what we can do without, right? So in our own lives, like, the process of faithfully trying to figure out what to do is called discernment. So if I'm saying I want to find a new job, the question is, how do I know if I should do that or not? So I wanted to have you on as someone who does the work of listening deeply to your subconscious and in, in all of your dream work. Again, you can listen to Kim's uh, podcast where she talks at length about dream work um, uh, in episode five. So the question to start with for you is, how do we know when we really want something?
1: Yeah, that is a question that is probably, um, you know, one for a lifetime in in a sense. Um, I, I do think finding out what we want is something that we have to practice our mm-hmm. whole lives. And I think we can get better at it. But I think it's always, you know, maybe I would call that a practice or, yeah, how do we know what we want?
0: You know, like clergy or pastors or missionaries or, or even just certain, you know, like I, I know like attorneys sometimes say like they feel called to the work that they do or like mm. a pastor might feel called to the work that they do. But for most people, I don't know that there's some like experience where a light shines down from heaven and the clouds pull back and God God calls them to something. Yeah. So it, it, sometimes I, you know, I, I think it is sort of we do the next right thing um but but even sometimes i think what's been true for a lot of people is they've been doing that but what 2020 has done is created maybe burnout for a lot of people Mm -hmm. or just they're exhausted um or you know i think the big thing that 2020 has been is we didn't know it wasn't going to end quickly and so I think we we made a plan early on of things we would do or how we would keep ourselves going or, uh, you know, we were going to exercise more, that sort of thing. And that worked for a little bit, but then it was like, uh, just kidding, this is going to go on. You yeah, know,
1: we're tired. Yeah.
0: So we're tired. And so some of those like good practices that we had in place have, have fallen away or now we're at a point where we're reassessing are the things that I was doing what I still want to do. I have a, I have a friend that's a realtor and he uh, was saying the other day that uh, so many people are shopping for houses because they're sort of reworking their lives around Mm. the situation. And so now they need separate rooms to do zoom calls in, um, whereas before they didn't have that, or they need, people are putting in pools or people are adding um you know like play equipment in their backyard or or whatever it looks like so we're all sort of renovating based on what we need to do today and that that's sort of next right step thinking and i I think that's really healthy but then what's true for a lot of people is they're just saying is what i have wanted to do really what i wanted to do and i think 2020 might have revealed that for some people and so right so Mm -hmm. that's that's called discernment and and that's not a process that we do necessarily quickly either. Um, so changing jobs uh, is one thing, but, uh, you know, like they would say, like having a job is one thing, but having a vocation is something completely different. In the dreams episode, you said that listening to our dreams is uh, listening and then trusting the deepest parts of our lives. And I loved that. When you said that in the podcast, I I mm, loved it. Mm. it. Like revealed something for me. Um, so if that's true, uh, if we're trusting the deepest parts of ourselves, maybe that is even where God is found, right? And so let me ask you this, how has that played out in your life? When you do your dream work, um, do you think your dreams are helping you come closer to God?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in that same sense, um, you know, that you just said, it's, it's, um, dreams are just one tool, you know, and You know, I hate to call them a tool, but that just kind of makes the most sense in how we're talking about it. But dreams are just one thing that we can pay attention to. There are Mm -hmm. many things that we can pay attention to. Um, With me, with my dreams um, and the fact that I am able to remember sometimes and to write them down and then to go back to them and, you know, really look at them with um, fresh eyes or um, with, you know, an intention to see something deeper, um, right. it does. It's very revealing. As as I'm learning to, it's like learning a new language almost. I'm learning the language of my soul or my psyche, or if you want to say that, my deepest self. Mm-hmm. And uh, the more I learn that, the more I know when certain things show up in a dream. You know, I can, I can, I can discern and figure out. Um, what's going on with me? Because mm-hmm. sometimes those things, I mean, we might know that we're, you know, feeling down, or we might know that we're feeling anxious, but we don't know why, or we don't know what's really going on, or we mm-hmm. might have anger, but we don't know what's underneath that, or, yeah. you know, and so, um, yeah, I, I would say that the way that that helps me get closer to God is that it, and it's, it's all tied up with that trust. So mm-hmm. as I begin to trust that these messages, these dreams that are messages from my deepest self are, um, are what God would have me know about myself because mm-hmm. my deepest self is the way God made me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, then the more I come to know my true self, the more I come to know God. Mm-hmm. and the more i experience god as as trustworthy in other words as i can begin to know that this is one way that god is speaking to me yeah i i can trust that more
0: you you said earlier that you needed to process some things and so you sat down to write some poetry and yeah i think that's those kinds of things are good tools so
1: Mm-hmm. So a lot
0: of people have a good journaling practice or you might have sort of a meditation practice, however you want to look at that, a, a, a like a centering prayer meditation practice um, where you might spend time focusing on one idea, right? And so yeah. oftentimes those, those things require us to slow down and listen differently. Um, you know, so much of uh, my upbringing, and I, I know that's part of your story too, the, the real, like, spiritual practices were just, it was like, read your Bible <laughs> and say your prayers. <laughs> yeah, like, that yep. That was very, the, that's sort of the spiritual practice, I think. So, you know, and I do think those things are useful. Um, I, I, th- I know in my own life, um, the Bible has spoken to me in, in all sorts of ways. Um, for some people, it's it's not a good tool for them now because of baggage or whatever it looks like. But it, my hope is that they um, that they'll be able to to come back to that at some point because I do think it's useful. Mm-hmm. Um, different kinds of prayer, you know, the say your prayers sort of idea. Was it just that very like uh like say your prayers before you eat sort of thing? I think what we're coming to see is. Uh, doing things like uh sitting to write poetry, uh doing things like journaling, doing things like centering prayer, uh Lectio Divina, these other kinds of spiritual practices, um, they are certainly just different ways of listening for God in our lives. And yes. so
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so like when you say I'm I sat down to write poetry, because I needed to process um Essentially, what you're doing is a spiritual practice. It's also listening for God, right?
1: Yeah, and I feel like with something like that, um, I don't, and this is for me personally, it may not be like this for everyone. I don't always feel like writing poetry or journaling Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so when I'm feeling like that, like, okay, there's something that I need to like get out or work through or Something that's mm-hmm. bubbling up or whatever. Um, I kind of just, I guess, just kind of ask myself, you know, what's what's mm-hmm. the way you want to process? And mm-hmm. um, I've gone outside and worked in the garden, like like in the soil, being in the soil. Um, mm-hmm. I've gone for a walk. Uh, you know, there there are things that it's it's like when I pay attention. To what it is that I want, um, you know, that's back to your first question there, I just realized. But the the way that I want to process and I pay attention to that, I, I usually kind of know. Or I can just mm-hmm. start doing something and go, nope, that's not it. Nothing's happening. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I just think there's so many ways to pay attention.
0: Mhm.
1: So many yeah. things we can pay attention to. And the listening deeply to God is, um, it, it's it's a practice and a skill. And the more you do it, then the more you can figure it out for you.
0: And, you know, I am not a, uh, like you said, you're not, all, you don't always feel like writing poetry or whatever. I am not one that has a specific practice that is my only practice or like my go-to mm-hmm. practice. And so I have, you know, I have found probably like you that different things are useful in different times. Yeah. You know, the first time that I sat down to uh, try to do s- centering prayer, I was like, I am not going to have the patience. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and even now, like journaling is not something that I really enjoy doing, but there are moments where. It just helps me process, and and yeah. Do you I,
1: feel like that sometimes it just like flows out? Like that's what with, with this poetry. I mean, I, sometimes things just bubble up and flow out of me. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And and oftentimes for me, um, you know, things up as sort of anger in my life, and and I I have a tendency to try to pin them on something. Um, And what I'm really finding through my own, like, uh, you know, working with my own spiritual director Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 doing some of these practices is there's always a a really like underlying issue within myself um, that's really causing me to feel angry and to point the finger at somebody else. But really what I'm what I end up figuring out is I'm feeling a certain way. Or I don't feel uh, really like in step with God in my life. And so I, I'm not feeling connected to God in the way that I should. And I need to get back to a certain place where it helps me feel connected. And that's what these practices do, right? So mm-hmm. I think sometimes they people hold them up or people talk about them in a way, like they're sort of some sort of cure-all. Like I will sit and meditate, uh, and then when I'm done, I will have solved the problem. Oftentimes, for me anyway, um, when I do that, I find I'm able to handle my day better. Uh, mm. I, it's not necessarily like it fixed some great problem in the world. It's more uh, I'm just not as angry that day, or or I have spent some intentional time feeling loved by God, and so uh, because of that I have more to give other people, right? And so, sometimes those practices are not um, cure-alls, and they're not like, well, okay, so I'm going to sit down and I'm going to journal, or I'm going to go for a walk, Um, like even an intentional walk, like walking a labyrinth or something. It's not necessarily that it fixes the big issue, but it does refocus our lives, um, like for me, it refocuses my body. It refocuses my sort of soul, my spirit, my soul. Mm-hmm. And so, typically, I'm just less focused on the thing that was bothering me, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, I, I have something to give other people. And for me, that's what these practices have been.
1: It's not formulaic, you know. I think, and even just thinking. Yeah, I really,
0: I, I really wish that it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't we? <laughs> please just tell me the steps to figuring this thing out. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, when it comes to discernment, which by the way, let me just stop. I don't like the word discernment. I don't know. Maybe you Hmm. as a five, maybe you love it. I don't know. I don't care for it because it feels so big and heady, Uh, or uh,
0: I don't know what it feels like to me. I'm Um, not really ready to say that I have my hands wrapped all the way around it, but you know, (laughs) it's Yeah, I you know, so I I can I can see why that. Like I I can agree with you that it's it's sort of a it it feels too big for what sometimes it is. <laughs> right,
1: right. Like so I just want to say, you know, figuring it out. <laughs> you
0: know, something yeah. something colloquial. Let's just
1: <laughs> you know, but like so when it comes to figuring figuring it out, you know, whether it's, you know, making a decision on what to do with your life or you know, um, what's the next thing for me or whatever. Um, I just think that we, it it goes back to the paying attention. So Mm -hmm. we, there's no formula. Um, and I think sometimes we get messages from, you know, well-meaning, um, whether it's like a motivational speaker or a, you know, life coach type person, um, that, you know, the idea of manifesting what you want. I I believe in that to a degree. I really do. But I think that when we get in a position of being desperate and trying to force something or like, um, I have to have a sign. I have to have a sign. Um, that's not the kind of paying attention that I'm talking about when I talk about paying attention. Mm-hmm. The kind of paying attention that that I think allows for true figuring it out, true discernment, is when you allow, you settle. Um, if, if you think of the word mindfulness, I mean, that's mm. really paying attention. but But it doesn't have the energy of I'm so desperate to know the answer, but it's like, when we get, we get, when we get into the desperation of, I've got to know, I've got to figure this out. I've got to know. I think we're disconnected from our bodies We're, you know, it's the monkey mind. It's the, the anxious mind.
0: Um, And And I think we're very driven by like a deadline. We're, we're, we're really focused on, um, you know, it, I'm going to need to know this within the next three weeks. Otherwise, Mm. uh, you know, we're, we're used to Amazon, like, Hey, (laughs) it's supposed to be shipping and then they just backed it up to to three days. What's the deal? You know? (laughs) Uh, And I don't, you know, like you're saying uh, it's not, it's not linear like that. Um, Yeah. It's not, it's not even in our own time. And I struggle with that sometimes too, because that feels so like, Mysterious, ethereal, uh yeah, or people it does. Say, it's mm-hmm. in God's time, which f- can feel kind of rote. Um, you know, like it, it feels kind of like, oh, that's just what like weird Christian people say, like, <laughs> well, it's in God's hands, it's in God's time, God's timing is perfect, you know. Um, and I don't believe that in the same way, kind of like what you're saying. I, I don't know that I believe that in that way. Um oftentimes I think it is in the time when we're ready, uh when we're ready for it um yes so and even that can sound kind of trite sometimes too but in my own life um what i have sort of learned is that there is meaning behind there's there's real meaning to sort of the liminal space idea this idea that you 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 don't have the right way to go you know like you're at the fork road uh, the idea of liminal space would just be like, let's just stay at the fork for a while. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to go right or left. Let's just live here in between um, and and wait and see what we can learn here. And that is such a challenging thing to do unless you're willing to embrace it. Um, and in that embrace is where we really learn and grow. Because it's hard. Right? Yeah, and yeah. in hard Things that we learn that we learn and we grow um if it were easy like just go right i don't know that we would learn anything <laughs> we would just sort of go to the right
1: very true no i absolutely yeah agree with what you're saying and, and I,
0: well, I think you're trying what you're saying is living in sort of the in-between space is where we can like notice new things that we haven't noticed before and we can see god in new ways that we haven't seen god before
1: the word mystery i think you've said it yeah. a couple times I, I, that, um, has been resonating in and around me so much lately. And I think that, um, if we, so this kind of goes back to what words we use for God. And Mm -hmm. a lot of us who have deconstructed, reconstructed, or in the process of all of that, um, it's hard to know. Like I don't always know what word I want to use mm-hmm. for that great being that is in all and holds us all together and mystery seems to be something that mm-hmm. um that is resonating with me uh lately and I just uh so this I'm not going to share a dream but I'm going to share something that was kind of a in that in between sleep and awake state, you know, how, when you're kind yeah. of thinking, dreaming anyway, and I was thinking, um, about my favorite verse through all of growing up was, um, Proverbs three, five and six trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, I have not thought about that verse in ages because it got mm. so wrote to me, just bleh, yeah. that it just was just bleh. like it, did, it had nothing in it for me. And um, so this came to me um, the other morning in that in-between state. And I thought, do I even believe that anymore? Do what, mm. like, what is, what does that mean to me now? And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to use different words. I'm gonna replace that with mystery mm-hmm. and see what happens. So um, so listen to this to see if so I okay. can get it. Trust in mystery with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways, so in everything you do, acknowledge mystery, and mystery will direct your path. <laughs> Ooh, I just love that personally. Now, maybe that was a little, little too personal or whatever, and, and it doesn't resonate with everybody. But doing that little thing. That was paying attention. Yeah, you know, that was um, just allowing what is to be and just kind of play with it. And to me, that was meaningful. Mm, um yeah. And and I think if we if we slow down enough and and just breathe and allow moments like that to come where we're just open and allowing, um, then you know maybe that the mystery of that the unknown of that um, can actually lead us and show us things, and re- reveal, reveal things to us.
0: Kim, thanks for being on today. Thanks for sharing. So good to hear and learn about um, not having to understand the mystery. Really. <laughs> <good>. Yeah. <laughs> hey, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you, what has you hung up right now? Maybe it's a book, or a mu- uh, music, or Uh, not a movie or, or whatever it might be. Um, What is it that has you hung up right now? Okay. So
1: it actually is a movie. It's a documentary and you can find it on, I think Netflix and YouTube and I don't know, maybe other places as well. Okay. So this was shared with me and I didn't watch it and didn't watch it and didn't watch it. And then I did. It's called the earthing movie. Have you heard of it?
0: I have not. Tell okay. me
1: about that. So you'll think it's totally woo-woo, and that's okay. <laughs> but it's really not. It is science-based, and it's really about connecting physically grounding to the earth. Hmm. And it's just basically about the fact that we don't do that anymore because oh, even when we're outside, we're wearing shoes with rubber mm-hmm. soles. And so we're not making that I'm, – I'm not – awesome with the whole science of it but it's like a battery we're not making that connection yeah. so like barefoot on the ground yes we're making that connection so anyway the idea of actually literally grounding is what i'm into mm-hmm. right now and this yeah. movie and then now I bought the book so anyway y'all can go check it out and yeah. the only reason Tell it me. would be woo woo is just because it's not commonly accepted in the medical yeah. scientific
0: world yet but and also again, let's call
1: the Earthing movie. It's a documentary.
0: Hey, thanks for listening. You can find out more about spiritual direction and me, Aaron Mains, at my website www.aaronmains.com. Oh.